The superpower that every citizen has is the ability to control where they spend their time, money, and attention. By focusing these on supporting local businesses, you are having a profound impact on your friends, your family, and your local community. So if you want to change the world, you can start with buying local. Welcome back, everyone, to Buying Local. I'm your host, Mike Nelson from Five Towers Media, joined today by Sean Wilcoxon from Performance Industrial. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I, I Listen, I know how busy you are, so I really do. I like. I, I see your schedule today. I'm like, man. Uh, and I just appreciate you coming down and uh, spending some time with us today. So. Yeah, it's good to be here having this uh, microphone for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, uh, give us a you know just a, a quick rundown for the the people that are listening that don't know who Performance Industrial is or or what they do. Uh, give us just kind of a quick rundown about you know who you guys are. All right. Well, I've been with Performance Industrial for about a year, and you know I kind of figured that I knew what Performance Industrial was when I joined, and you know it's a big learning experience. Yeah. Uh, our most forward facing customer thing is probably. Uh, epoxy floors do a lot of epoxy floors have a big epoxy floor division work with a lot of local contractors um, and epoxy floors on the commercial side of the world uh, we don't do too much uh, from the residential epoxy floors everybody always asks the first question is well do you do garages right you know well we're not you know we don't compete with their local main guy that does garages because we just our epoxy of floors will last you 30 years and mm-hmm. you know the pricing is a little bit different yeah. However, the best way to explain what we do, we're an industrial cleaner. And that's the part that I, you know, realize that there's a lot going on in our world that just happens and no one sees unless yeah. you're there. So we clean kitchen exhaust systems, which happen after restaurants close. So we never see we when we do overhead cleaning, we do confined um, confined space cleaning, combustible dust cleaning. Uh, we clean rafters. We are industrial painting. Um, HVAC duct cleaning, and it goes on and on and on in this industrial cleaning world. But it's mainly manufacturing, um, uh, mainly commercial customers, but it always happens out of the customer's eye uh, mm-hmm. or the general public's eye, I guess the best way to put it. But it, you know, the stuff that we get into is very interesting, and you just, it's this hidden secret world unless you're in it. Yeah. So yeah, you say like you like you've been in some like some interesting like jobs. I mean, I've 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 had the pleasure of going on a, a few jobs recently yeah. that were pretty cool. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, we were down at Paisans down. Yeah, in, that's uh, a great great Lake. place. Our friend Frank Scavio there in Paisans Pizza, big fan. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And then recently we we're at Mikado, mm-hmm. which uh, was also amazing and and really cool to be in yeah. those those buildings downtown Glens Falls. Um, but then also, uh, you know, back. God, I think it was almost 15 years ago now. I worked for Performance yeah. Industrial for Mark uh, before Bill and Karen bought it. And, um, you know, I definitely went to some really cool job sites back then, too, looking at things from a sales standpoint. Mm-hmm. And um, that, what, what do you think that, like, the if you can talk about it, I guess. I don't know how that works with, you know, can you talk about it, yeah. can you not talk about it. But what, what do you think, like, the coolest job is that you guys have been on recently? Well, I mean, I came out of kitchens, right? Like yeah. I was in the culinary world forever. And to see how Mikado in South Glens Falls is one of the most probably, you know, up-to-date builds from a kitchen exhaust system standpoint. Yeah. You know, so they're your classic hibachi, sushi. You know, so you have this great local company that invested into their business and put in all of the right systems. It's yeah. not like an old antiquated system. You were there, you saw it. But yeah. to see... It's crazy. You know, the duct work looks like... 
like it had to be engineered from like, you know, the middle of Mars because of how it all <laughs> yeah. comes in different directions and runs to different fans. But, you know, that's how you can run all those different cooktops in the yeah. front of the house and then, you know, a big hood in the back of the house. But, you know, people don't realize that, you know, all, they're sitting at Mikado, they're having this great meal, but people cooking in front of them are creating fumes and grease, but it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. And the way that those tables kind of suck it into the ground and then through the basement and out the back now, that one's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but we've gotten a chance. I mean, you know, we've we get to travel a little bit. You know, I know yeah. this is a buying local, but because our business is very manufacturing um, based, we get to travel a little bit. So we travel out in Endicott, New York, and we were in a plant that makes uh, it makes pipes like pipes that are as big as, you know, 36 inches round that go in the ground and that they're air for they actually like black iron or like no PVC these are like plastic like the so plastic, plastic pipes and to see plastic pipes being made on a conveyor belt lounge uh you know that are it's just melted material yeah that through pressure and heat and chemical get made into pipes you know it's it's very interesting you yeah. know it's like the manufacturing world of you know how does how does that happen like a TV show? How does that happen? Where did that come from? There's a local plant that we were in quite a bit. They've come become a good customer that takes and it's the final process of recycling. Like, you know, I've asked okay. myself a thousand times, is this is this soda can that I'm wasting my time? You think wasting your time plastic. Is it ever going to be, you know, re-actually recycled? Well, right. This plant right in Albany um, takes and they take pallets of compacted like cube compacted yeah. pepsi bottles or i shouldn't say pepsi plastic bottles of any kind and they get processed through this plant and by the time they leave they're t- tiny little pebbles of plastic that are being sold back to the big soda companies water companies to be made into bottles again so i can tell you that they actually do recycle them and the whole process of it is extremely interesting so they like they take the plastic bottles from the recycle like the person, like the place that recycles them, yeah. they melt them down into these. So think like, you know, you take your plastic bottle, you stand yeah. on it and squish it and squeeze that top back on. So it's compacted into yeah. nothing. Well, the, the pallets come in like that. They must go through somewhere else where they get compacted into these Q shaped pallets that are stacked 50 feet in the air, you know, a football field long. Yeah. And from there they get grinded, cleaned, um, dried, processed, and then made into like a, a neutral color. It's mm-hmm. like this gray looking color, like almost pebble, like the size of a pebble. That's that plastic completely cleaned and sanitized. And then it goes back to the bottling plants that take that and remake bottles out of it. That's and so crazy. when you see those bottles that say 100% re- recycled product, yeah, it truly is 100% recycled product. Now, you know, it's one of those dirty job TV shows because sure. it's not a clean process by any means, but that's why, you know, it keeps our company going. But to see it actually happen and it's from one side of the, you know, one side of the warehouse, yeah. the, the plastic bottles come in to down all the way to the other end, tractor trailer loads of... Just a one pal- big conveyor belt. One huh? big, yeah, you would think, but I mean, it's very <laughs> interesting on how many people it takes and the forklifts it takes, yeah. but it does happen. And those are the things that, you know, as a regular consumer unless you work for that company or you're in the recycling business you will never see that yeah and that's what this that's what this world has kind of brought me to into uh and it's just pretty interesting yeah so all sorts of new uh new exposure to yeah and i don't know if i'll ever you know i don't know how that's going to help me in life other than believing (laughs) that recycling is real you know committing that recycling is real but it's, it's just interesting yeah um well i know so 
So you guys do, like you said, you do all the industrial commercial cleaning, painting, you know, you do the kitchen exhaust, the hood yeah. cleanings. Uh, so if you're listening, you own a restaurant. Yeah. Ceiling right? tile cleaning. That's another Oh, the ceiling tile. Ceiling tile cleaning, which I think, you know, I don't, we talked about what, what do we want to focus on. You know, I worked in the restaurant business forever. Yeah. And so if you work in the restaurant business or anywhere where there is a, you know, any type of cooking equipment that releases grease-laden vapors and basically, like, what's that? Well, that's just basically what comes out of the pan that you can't see and you're mm-hmm. cooking. And your and your ceiling begins to get, or even your walls begins to get that brown texture. It's just a, a really slim coat of grease and it's it's natural. It happens. But we have a cleaning product that can literally cut that and we can spray something on and wipe it off and we can take, you know, what looks like a yellow ceiling and make it white again very quickly, very efficiently and we go into places where they say, well, we were just about to replace all of our ceiling tiles. Right. Well, I, you know, not only can we Sounds clean expensive. your ceiling tiles, we can also clean the grid that the ceiling tile, you know, so we can bring a ceiling back to life. And slowly but surely that is growing some steam. But I think what the problem is, is people don't even realize that, they that can do it. that's a solution. Yeah. And so, you know, trying to educate people, like, don't change your whole thing. And then also, like, no, just accepting the fact that my ceiling has to be brown. Like, no, like, we can bring it back to life and... For me, being in the restaurant business so long, when you walk into a kitchen that's bright and clean and refreshed, you know, that's yeah. a culture thing. I bet the Department of Health lo- likes it too. Yeah, I'm sure they would. <laughs> <laughs> haven't asked them, but you I'm know, sure they would. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I bet, you know, and obviously, I, you know, I've, I've witnessed that process yeah. and it, it really is kind of like magical, like to watch that yellow yeah. brownish wall or ceiling tile all of a sudden it just becomes Wait, white, like it. like it was new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell me, so I, you know, I think... You know, having worked for Mark back in the day and now uh, seeing what Bill and Karen are doing with Performance Industrial, it's just amazing. And, I, you know, maybe we should talk a little bit about all the stuff that uh, you guys are doing in the community because I happen to know that you guys do a ton of yeah. community giving, whether it's time or – I mean, just all sorts of time spent in the community right now. Yeah. Like, give us a lowdown on, on some of the things that you're doing. So – you know, Bill and Karen, they have a heart for giving back, mm-hmm. um, you know, where it came from or whatnot. I don't know. But all I know is that they are devoted and committed to giving back uh, locally. And it really doesn't matter what the cause is. I've I can't tell you that we've been asked, you know, for any type of donation and never given something, you know, mm-hmm. or helped in some way. Uh, and I think that it just is part of the culture of the company that Bill and Karen want to create. And then it's, you know, my job and our other manager's job to carry on. Yeah. Uh, and, and what it comes right down to is that, you know, Bill and Karen are willing to spend a couple extra bucks on a product that they might be able to get cheaper, you know, somewhere online and sent directly to us if it's local and yeah. if it's for the right reasons and you see, you know, people also supporting it back. Uh, and I think it's important from a standpoint of the giving back, I mean, we're involved with American Cancer Society, Folds of Honor, Saratoga Bridges, um, and I hate this, it just goes on and on yeah, and on. Yeah. About why, I mean, I can come up with so many. Our biggest ones are American Cancer Society, Saratoga Bridges, and Folds of Honor. Um, and when you go to the events, right, we're all part of these events. You go to them, you go out to dinner, you see a big gala. When you look up on stage, you know, you don't see big corporate companies, mm-hmm. you know. At least not here locally in Albany. And I don't know what you know how it is in big metro cities, but when you go there, you don't see, you know, and I came out of the restaurant business remember, so you don't see Red Lobster, you don't see uh, you don't see Applebee's, you mm-hmm. don't see, you know, big corporate companies that are giving back internally into the community. You see the local restaurant, the yeah. local business person, the local car dealership, 
or us, the local in um, cleaning company, we're the ones that are given back. And and it's important because all of that money stays right here in the capital region. It supports the capital region and it supports the people that are in need here in the capital region. Mm-hmm. And I would say that our, you know, our giving community in the capital region, it's a really, I don't know if it's different otherwise, but it's special. You yeah. know, it's special. The people that give, they support other people that give, um, they do it for the right reasons. Uh, and through that network of people, I think you know, you grow friendships and you, you start to see the fruits of your labor and how you're helping and support and, you know, what scholarship you help fund or how much money uh, you've helped give to the American Cancer Society for more research or, you know, or how are you helping somebody to live a little bit more of a supportive life through Saratoga Bridges? I mean, you can't, it's, it's huge. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Bill and Karen have committed to it. We do that as part of our, you know, as a part of our company's everyday business. You know, there's a lot of my job that it's just managing, you know, the not-for-profits. We have a drive-out cancer league, which is really awesome. Ten local courses that, you know, give, if not 100% of the uh, greens fees and cart fees back to us, but all the money raised through all the teams that are there goes America to directly to American Cancer Society. You know, Folds of Honor, you know, Unfortunately, in the world, you know, I feel like, you know, our first responders, our military, they've gotten a, ra- a bad rap that just, they just don't deserve. I mean, we sit here every day free as it gets, you know, to do what we want. And there's people out there sacrificing for us. The, yeah. the, te- the big tagline of freedom isn't free. It sits so strong with me because it truly isn't. You know, I never served in the military. People ask all the time, you from the military? I'm like, no, I don't know if I could do it. But yeah. I know because people that can... I get to live the life that I live. Like people are actually going and dying for me to live the life that I have. And I don't take it for granted. And, and I don't, you know, I think that when people do, it's just a dangerous place. You know what I yeah. mean? When you, when you call the police, I want someone to come, you know, when I have, you know, when they have an emergency, like I want an ambulance to come or I want a yeah. fire engine to come and I, you know, and I want to be grateful that they do. And I want to thank, you know, those people run when everybody else is running out, they're running in. And especially with, you know, nine 11 being yesterday and remembering, you know, the lives that are sacrificed, you know, and Ethel Devonner is being part of uh, first responders. Uh, it's it's vital that we are extremely thankful, grateful, and giving back to those who fight for us. Um, but, you know, why do we do it? I think if you see it firsthand what it's actually doing and you get to meet the scholarship recipient and you get to meet this, that somebody that's fighting for cancer who lost a loved one so close to them because of cancer, it's it's easy. I, I question why you wouldn't. I guess yeah. is the bigger thing. Yeah, it's amazing. I, and again, I just I, I happen to see all the stuff that you guys yeah. are doing, you know. Uh, and I just it, it's amazing. Um, and even you guys are a community partner with Glens Falls today, yeah. you know. And again, yeah. supporting us and what we're trying to accomplish with free news for free people. And you know, we're grateful for that. And hundred uh, percent echo everything that you said about veterans and, and first responders we definitely we don't pay them enough we don't give no, back to them enough no. like you know like you know, right just, into right into teachers too you yeah know? i mean people every day that you know support us and you know i think that the the thing that makes me you know it's i guess want to fight a little bit more or push a little bit harder is that it's easy to take for granted yeah and, and it's easy to take for granted because of what they're doing yeah and i think what happens is that it just becomes like no this is the way it's supposed to be but it's not, you right. know, in this world, there's, there's places in this world that we all know of that it's, you know, freedom, freedom is not real where we have yeah. freedom that's real. And, uh, 
you know, it's just, I, I love to support it. I love to see, you know, and thank the people for their support. And uh, it's really, it's a cool thing to be a part of. It's fulfilling. Yeah, I bet it is. So, and I, I've also seen the way that you guys take care of your clients, your employees. Like, it doesn't end with just some of the community giving. Like, you guys are really just a great company culture-wise and, like, how you take care of everyone around you. Yeah. It's uh, – Well, I mean, I think that just goes into, you know, what our philosophy is for the company. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like, listen, we're a for-profit company. Not going to hide around it. You know, we're going to charge for what we charge for what we give, and we're not perfect. Uh, and I think another buying local thing and positive about lo- buying local is that when we screw up and we have to own it because it happens – you know, you can call the owner of the company on the phone that's in, you know, Glens Falls or Albany, and they can respond to it. Yeah. You know, and you're not buying local, you know, you're buying through somebody that is potentially subbing the work out to somebody else. And you have to take, you know, you have to jump through hoops, to potentially get a response like, well, when you're buying local, you know, there's a there's a commitment to, you know, feeding back to that. locally. Yeah. So that's another positive thing. But when it comes to customers and employees, I mean. Listen, you know, there's a lot of jobs out there that will give, you know, a lot of employees like a lot of front facing feedback of Mm -hmm. like, listen, we do dirty jobs. That's what we do. We do dirty jobs. And our employees are some of the best employees, the most loyal employees that have ever been around doing a dirty job. And so if if you're not thankful for them, you know, there's going to be plenty of other opportunity for them to go. And so, you know, in today's day and age where people don't love to work as much as they used to before, Making sure that you take care of your employees that are really working hard for you, I think it's it's good to be a part of a company that understands how important that is. And then the customer side of it, we really like to hang out with the customers, get to know them, see where there's other things. You know, yeah, I'm not going to say at first it's about like, listen, if you get to know the customers, the customer's been more like, yeah, it's all about that. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to hide around it. But at the same token, you know, look at sitting right across, you know, you're we're actually a customer of yours. Yeah. But we've grown a relationship. We consider each other friends now. You know, we'd like you to come to our customer events. Well, that's all, you know, that's great for you and I to become friends. And I really appreciate it. But now when people ask me about media, I'm telling them about you. And I'm sure when people are asking you about cleaning, you're telling about me. And that's the community aspect of of how it all works. And uh, it's cool to see with the connection. Like, oh, you know, so-and-so because they met him. And then how to, yeah, yeah, that's neat. You know what I mean? So that's, you know. It's a, it's a really cool circle. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they say the circle of friends, but it's a really cool circle. And to see it all come together, I'm excited to be a part of a company that actually believes in it. Yeah. And and really believes in it. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I've known tons of companies that when it comes to marketing communications, they believe in it. <laughs> you yeah. know, but then when it comes to actually doing and acting and showing, it's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we have a Christmas party once a year, you yeah, know, yeah, kind yeah, of deal. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'd love to say... Uh, you know, we do it perfectly. I'm sure there's areas we could do a little bit better, but we, we do put our forth our best effort and, you know, and, and go after it the best we can. Yeah. So what, uh, and, I, now, and you guys are on a pretty big, like, hiring drive right now, right? Like, you're you're looking for, not anyone, but you're looking for some more people to join your team because you're experiencing some growth. Is that right? Or Yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've had a really great opportunity to say that our employees that have been with us a long time you know, the, the tenure is growing and growing and growing, mm-hmm. but like everything else we haven't, you know, I, 
probably because of all the efforts of Bill and Karen and our community, like we've just had opportunity that's continuing to grow and grow and grow. And I, as a manager, I want to get to a point where I can, I can proactively say, I don't have business yet, but I have the people to do the business when it comes. Sure. And we're in that situation now where we're getting right, you know, we're, we're servicing our clients, but we're, you know, we're having some new opportunity that's opened up to us where I know I can bring on, you know, five, six, 10 new industrial cleaners. But the biggest thing is, you know, the overnight work, you know, are you willing to work overnight industrial cleaners that not just want a job, but we can grow into a career because we mm-hmm. can certify them, certified technicians, kitchen exhaust cleaning, HVAC duct cleaning. Like we can put people on career paths, which is really cool because not a lot of companies can do that right off the bat, but yeah. we could. Um, and then our, I know our epoxy floor division has the, has the uh, openings and trucks and equipment for at least three or four more people. And our permanent contracts, you know, permanent contracts is where an employee goes to a facility every day, works seven to three. Um, very consistent work. It's a little bit different than mm-hmm. the cleaning and the epoxy work, but it's a very consistent work. Um, and every day, again, through relationships and everything, we've just seen positive opportunity, positive growth. Yeah, we're out there looking looking for people. For the right people, it sounds For like. the right people, for yeah. The right people, yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, one of the things about having a good company culture is I believe, like, listen, you're never truly going to know unless you bring somebody on. And you have to make the yeah. investment to bring somebody on. And that is a, that's a company investment. And either it's going to work or it's not. When you have a good company culture, most of the time you don't have to let them go because they just realize they don't fit in. They're, it's not the right, place, not for the right, them, yeah. right place for them. And, and I know that, you know, that works for us because when people leave, they leave because they just don't fit in. And I'm not saying they're bad people. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just our culture is our culture. We're proud of it. Yeah. And, you know, if you fit into our culture, you don't have to, you know, you can grow a career. Yeah, that's great. What, um, tell, tell me a little bit about the culture, because this is actually something that I keep running into in conversations with people that are, I say people, but businesses that are experiencing good, good amount of growth. Uh, and, and every one of them is just talking about culture, talking about culture, you know? Well, what I can tell you about culture is that no matter how good you think you are, (laughs) somebody will disagree with what of one of the ways that you create culture. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, our company culture starts right from Bill and Karen are the owners of our company. They, they like to take care of people. They have huge hearts. They struggle when somebody's struggling. Um, you know, if they take, the employees' lives personal, what's happening in their lives personal to them as well. And so they just, there's a lot of care and compassion and empathy. However, it's balanced with a strong expectation of what we stand for as a company. Mm -hmm. You know, we are, you know, we, we turn down business if we can't certify it, you know, say it's perfect, you know, in the kitchen exhaust, it's fire safety. Like if we can't do business properly, we just won't do business. We'd rather say no, not find a workaround, uh, you know, we stand behind everything we do. So mm-hmm. it's this balance of really taking great care of your employees, but having, you know, a strong sense of what you do and what your expectations are to be done. And and with employees, you have to meet like if they believe in it. Right. We'll believe in them. Mm-hmm. But if they don't believe in it. Chances are they don't fit in our culture. And that's kind of where where it doesn't work out. Um, but I think right now with the way the, way the world is and the way that it's just everyone struggling for people, you know, people, it's more than money. Yeah. How, you know, what do they do for you and how do they take care of you? And what are the things that are maybe not in your paycheck and, you know, little things that, you know, last year when I started working for this company, I got a, I got a chance to go pick up like a 
a really awesome turkey from Primal, and I got a $75 gift card. And when I say I, meaning every every person in our company got a $75 gift card to go buy groceries on Thanksgiving. And that was just because it's Thanksgiving. Like, you have to take care of people. You know, it wasn't yeah. like a, this is a how we're going to keep employees. It was like it came from a place of, well, I want to make sure everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm so excited for them to enjoy their Thanksgiving. And yeah, there's a cost to it, but it didn't come from if we spend this much, we'll see this in return sure. because our employees will enjoy it. No, it came sim- simply out of we got to make sure our employees have a good Thanksgiving. And if, you know, if money's tight for them this year, we're going to help them. Yeah. And that's where it came from. And I think, you know, the 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 employees that we want see that and that's how we keep the 10 years up. Yeah. And when they, you know, when they give. You know, we have employees that say, you know, I want to be more certified in this. I want to go to the school for that. Can we do this? Anytime somebody wants to better themselves, which, of course, betters our company. Let's not, mm-hmm. you know, beat around the bush. We're all in. The answer is never no. Yeah. You know, and and I see that starting. It started in the last few months. It's come up a little bit more and more. And I just love it to mm-hmm. say, yeah, 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 we'll help you get that certification. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you to school. We'll do that online class. We'll send you to a convention. No problem. Uh, that's cool. It is cool. I love conventions, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the right conventions. Sometimes sometimes conventions could be tough, but the right conventions that are done well are a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. Like trade shows. And uh, I've been to so many different ones in different industries, yeah. sometimes as um, uh, an employee or sometimes as a speaker. But uh, I just the atmosphere that goes with like trade shows and conventions, yeah. man, it's well, just fun. Knowledge of, acquisition. And, yeah, a couple little plugs. The uh, New York State School Facilities Convention at the Saratoga City Center is coming up October 8th and 9th, I think it is. It's a big one. A lot of people from, you know, all the uh, state schools. And National uh, Restaurant Association is up in Lake Placid, I think, October 1st, which we'll be a part of. Oh, both. that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of October too, we've got uh, Breast Cancer Awareness yes. Month is coming up, right? Absolutely. And you guys got some stuff going on for October. Yeah. You wanna you wanna give us the lowdown? So Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, the you know the biggest month that we get behind the American Cancer Society, which ties right into the Drive Out Cancer Golf League. So mm-hmm. Bill uh, Bill Miller's campaign uh, for Real Men Wear Pink last year, he was the local winner. I think we were up around the forty five thousand dollar mark, and that's how much funds. money you raised. That's how much money we raised. Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. The, what's What's even more amazing is that we're already above it this year, and we haven't even gotten to October yet. Holy moly. Yeah, and so things are doing really well for that, but, you know, our campaign gives back. Bill and Karen, out of their pocket, you know, help to support the campaign to help others give Mm -hmm. um, in everything that we do. But for the entire month of October, we get shirts made up um, that bring up breast cancer awareness. All the people that support the Drive Out Cancer Golf League's logos are on those, and our employees that are in permanent placement that are in the epoxy division and industrial cleaning division, you know, they wear those shirts every day to work. And, you know, the whole focus is to bring to light, you know, what we're supporting and what's going after. And um, right on our website, performanceindustrial.com, top thing says, you know, help to give to Bill's um, foundation and or the uh, Real Men Wear Pink campaign. And we're competitive. You know, so the, so the bottom line, we want to win. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. We want to win both locally for the largest locally, but we also want to win because, you know, Lizzie Hunter from American Cancer Society, she's out there, you know, you know, hitting the street every day, trying to get more people to do it, more people to do it, because her goal is that our real men were pink combined with all the people locally that do it is the largest campaign nationally. And oh. so 
I think two years ago or three years ago, we were the largest game, and we're competing against Chicago. And yeah, Atlanta. no, I like, know we're competing with business, but I think I think we got beat by the city of Chicago and the city of Atlanta last year, and the you know the city of Albany, which comparably is a little bit different than yeah. Atlanta and Chicago. Yeah, but we came in third, which is really that's because of Lizzie Hunter and how hard she pushes. That's amazing. Yeah, pretty cool. Stuff. That's amazing being stacked up with big big cities like oh yeah Chicago and Atlanta, yeah. man. Yeah, but you know it's for the right reason, the right cause, and the right competitors with yeah. with le- right leadership, and uh, you know good things happen. How's uh how's the level of golf out there? Uh, the Jarvis all- Cancer Golf League. Well, I can tell you, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we <laughs> we enjoy it. Tomorrow the the weather does not look good for us, so I hope we don't have our first rain out of the season. But uh, just to spotlight a couple of courses that 100 percent gave, like yeah. meaning they came and let 40 people play for free, carts and everything. So Van Patten of Clifton Park. Uh, the bunker uh, in Clifton Park mm-hmm. and Norman's side uh, down in Del Mar. Um, those three golf courses gave 100%, uh, covered 100% of the cost for 40 golfers with with uh, carts to golf. Wow, that's so that substantial. The, the money can all go back to American Cancer Society, which was incredible. But our other golf partners greatly, greatly reduced. I mean, we're talking like $10 a person for a cart and nine yeah. holes. I mean, so greatly reduced. So we can't just, can't thank them enough. October 4th, I believe it is. I, it's, it's the, I think it's the first Wednesday in October. We do our final. It's the finale, the 10th week. We do 18 holes. Normally, we do nine. It's yeah. at Saratoga National. We start early because we're losing light. But we do we do 18 holes. It's like a little mini full-on golf tournament where we do all the games and everything. And then uh, Mazone Hospitality and Prime at Saratoga National do a really awesome cocktail party for us after. And it's a great time. And it's a great way to really kick off the month. Uh, for breast cancer awareness month because golf season is ending the drive out cancer golf league is ending mm-hmm. we all have our gear on and gets a lot of great exposure uh chris Honorado and team uh usually give us some great coverage so we get on the news and just help them spread the word yeah that's awesome uh is bill any good bill is a drive oh yeah bill can hit the ball, send really, the ball really down far. The bill has a hard time being a little patient <laughs> you know, Bill. Well, Bill has a hard time. Bill took a couple extra seconds between each shot. He'd probably be really good, but uh, Bill can uh, Bill can smack the ball really hard, and he loves the enjoyment of being out there with a group of people and having yeah. a good time. Yeah. No, he's not social at all. No, no, he doesn't like. He doesn't like people. Like people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, just kidding, Bill. Obviously, we know that you love people <laughs> if you listen to this. Yes. So. Uh, what else is coming up for you guys? Anything else that we want to uh, talk about? Or? Um, well, we do have uh, the Folds of Honor uh, Big Gala. Yeah. Okay, so the Folds of Honor, we have uh, we have the unique pleasure of having Lee Bryce, you know, nationally recognized country singer, one of the best there is, the number one albums, a few number one songs, I believe a number one album, that comes uh, to, the, to somebody's backyard in Albany and uh, plays a concert for us. That's uh, crazy. It is October 18th. Okay. It's an awesome, awesome way to get involved. And, you know, listen, I'm going to be straight with you. It's it's expensive. You yeah. Know, uh, Lee, what Lee charges to go and sing like at, you know, Giant Stadium or he was just recently at the Palace compared to what we have to pay. He's essentially, I don't even think he's covering his costs. I think right. he's just trying to help supplement his costs, probably cost some money out of his pocket to come and do it. But, you know, it's a little bit expensive, but what, what an experience. Yeah. And so our goal this year on that event is to give to raise $400,000. That's our goal for that event to help our, to help our year end, um, New York state 
fundraising efforts to get to like 750,000. Wow. And the whole goal on that is that we, as a Folds of Honor board, want to make sure that every scholarship for um, qualified scholarship request in the state of New York is filled. In the last two years, we can proudly say that not only have we filled every New York State scholarship for a qualified applicant, but then all of the rest of those funds go into the general pool to fill all the other states. The toughest part is that I think I just heard yesterday as part of a 9-11 tribute, there was almost a thousand, if not more, of qualified applicants that we couldn't fulfill nationally for Folds of Honor. And now keep in mind, the people that are a qualified applicant is a husband, wife, mother, father that has been critically wounded, can't work, or has given, you know, the ultimate sacrifice of, of death, you know, from a first responder to be able to be given a $5,000 a year scholarship to be used for school. And to say that, you know, that these these people, these are the ones that the, the fight for the way that we live, we, we can't raise enough to give those qualified applicants, those who have lost the mother, father, husband, wife, a little extra, you know, it's it's the reason to get out there and, yeah. and raise more. That's amazing. That's awesome. So it sounds like you guys are involved with raising a lot of money for the community. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad thing to be tied to. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, like if, some, if someone says, "Oh, I know you because you raise a lot of money for the community," I'm, not, yeah. I'm like, "All right, well, yeah, there's, been, there's other rumors that are worse than that." You know? <laughs> well, I you know, I'd just like to say thanks on behalf of the community. Then uh, you know, for everything that you guys are doing. Uh, again, I think it's great. Uh, I see all the support that you give, and you know, I. I have a intimate knowledge of it, so to speak. So I just, I think it's amazing and I can't say enough good things about it. So, yeah. well, I appreciate being here. Thanks for uh, the partnership that we have and supporting yeah. us through everything we have going on. And, and hopefully we'll get Bill to listen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, one day I'll, I'll, I keep asking him to come on uh, our blue collar podcast and he yeah. just ignores my text message. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, so Bill is the most sociable guy in the world. But when you say here, talk in front of a whole group of people, yeah. it's like, well, aren't you available? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if people want to learn more about Performance Industrial, uh, how do they find you guys? All right. So performanceindustrial.com is the easiest way from there. It leads into everything else. Yeah. Um, you can find us electronically through all of our contact forms. You can give us a call. Our phone numbers are there. The offices are local. We have an office out of Albany and an office in South Glens Falls. Uh, you'd be surprised about the scope of our business and how far and how intimate we'll get at different things. If we're not the right person for you, we will help you find somebody that is. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're somebody out there that needs some support and you want to reach out and we can help you, we will try to figure out a way to do so as well. That's awesome. Well, thanks again. I, like I said, I appreciate you taking the time to come down and hang out with us for a little no bit problem. and do some recording. And uh, Yeah. Thanks again. No problem. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll, well, you'll hear from us next time. Cerrone Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning in Queensbury, New York, has been offering services including installation and repair to our community for over 25 years. Their professionally trained plumbers and HVAC technicians are capable of completing any job from start to finish with a promise to deliver unmatched customer service in the process. The superpower that every citizen has is the ability to control where they spend their time, money, and attention. By focusing these on supporting local businesses, you are having a profound impact on your friends, your family, and your local community. So if you want to change the world, you can start with buying local.